The next few weeks are going to be big for Apple with several much-anticipated product releases. But which releases are we most excited about? In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we're talking about what we're looking forward to the most and why. Stick around! Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Before we jump into it, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Upgrading your device soon? Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit macworld.com slash trade in and use the code MACWORLD10, that's MACWORLD10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's macworld.com slash trade in and use the code MACWORLD10 for an extra 10% with declutter. The fall season is the season where Apple seems to be dropping everything. That includes the operating systems, laptops, tablets, watches, just about almost anything you can think of that's in Apple's product New Macs. lineup. It feels like more this year, but it's it's basically the same, but it feels like like everything is coming in the next like five to eight weeks. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do is because we've been hearing the rumors so often. Yeah, and it's been a pre- it's been a pretty quiet year otherwise. We got the iMac, the twenty four inch iMac. That's about it, AirTag. There wasn't much this year. And I think that's what's making the fall like seem so epic. Yeah, I think part of it is that we all expected a couple of things in terms of new products at WWDC, and it wasn't. And then it is, we're all assuming, yeah, they're definitely going to be released in the fall. The only thing we know for sure is always released in the fall are the iPhones and the Apple Watch. Like Macs and iPads and stuff like that, those can float around. They do appear in the fall, and it, we think they're all going to happen this fall, or at least a, a number of them. <laughs> And the operating systems, they tend to come. They always come right around the time Mid, of the Mid-September and then the Max a little bit later. But we're, you know, AirPods and uh, iPad mini and, and the, the other, the, the low-end iPad. And the, the, <laughs> there's just so much. <laughs> I imagine that there's so much that we expect to be released this fall. It wouldn't surprise me if Apple has a couple of them that are honestly kind of ready to go. But they're going to release them in the spring because... One, they don't want to uh, flood the market with all their own stuff and make people make choices between their own stuff. But also supply constraints are still real tough right now. Why have a bunch of products on the market that nobody can get and just focus on a narrower number of them? Yeah, I remember uh, AirPod Max last year was it was like a, a weird kind of pre-Christmas surprise. Yeah. And I, I like early December and within like an hour, they were back back until like March. Sure. <laughs> Although I think part of that has to do with they don't they didn't make a lot of them. Yeah, right. Right. It could have been purposeful supply constraints in the sense that they didn't expect that kind of a, of a demand for them. But yeah, if there's a bunch of products on Apple.com, especially in the holiday season or, or Amazon or wherever that say you're not getting this till January, people aren't going to buy them. So they got to be careful there. All right. So we're going into what are we most interested in? Uh, Roman, you never go first because you're, you're hosting. So you go first this time. What is the top thing you're looking forward to this fall that we think is coming out this fall anyway? So there is an obvious answer that I would say, but I'm not going to go with the obvious answer just to throw, throw a little <laughs> wrench into it. 
I'm I'm really excited about the obvious answer. Okay. And we'll probably get to it. But the non-obvious answer is I am actually really looking forward to the release of Foundation on Apple TV+. Ah, that is definitely a non-obvious answer. Yeah. What What's the date? September what? 14th? September 24th, I 24th. think. Yeah. Uh, mor- morning show is the 17th. I think it's the week after that. And. The reason why is I'm actually not familiar with the Foundation novel series. I've heard of it. I've never read it. Basically, for people who are not familiar, the novel series is about a, as Apple calls it in their description, a band of exiles. <laughs> it's always a band of exiles. <laughs> That's always a band yeah. of exiles. <laughs> and of course, they have to save the galaxy. The plot is so fascinating, and you can see why it's hard for, it would be hard to make a... Um, a thing out of because in the novels i've only read the first i think three novels which are the only ones asimov wrote and then after that they were i think there's a couple of extras that were the asimov foundation gave permission to somebody to write or something like that but the idea and this is like not even the whole first novel this is just a few chapters of the first novel is that there's this big galaxy spanning empire that's been around for hundreds of years and everything and this guy named hari selden i think his name is the scientist He's like a super famous scientist. He's got a bunch of super fans throughout the empire and everything. He has this new branch of math that he calls psychohistory that basically predicts the future, predicts big things in the future. And it irrefutably proves with math that the empire is going to crumble. And of course, the empire hates this, but they can't get rid of him because then they make him a martyr. So they agree to let him, they, they agree to let him do what his idea is, which is make a big arcology out on the back end of the of the galaxy in the backwater of nowhere that just collects all the accumulated knowledge and everything because the galaxy the, the empire will collapse there will be a dark ages and you can make the dark ages last a thousand years or ten thousand years and they're like we we can make it we can make it a soft fall we can make it the the galaxy come back faster if we do this thing and then the empire does crumble and everything and then the books continue on they jump hundreds of years at a time to tell these stories like throughout of after the fall of the empire and how the galaxy rebuilds and there's twists and everything. There's no continuity of it's, it's hard to have continuity of characters. The novels are, are sort of a continuity of ideas that doesn't translate to the screen. Well, so they're going to have to make some changes. So I'm really curious to see what they do. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the whole first season of foundation just covers the part about like making the foundation and the empire collapsing or whatever, but there's a lot, there's so much to cover <laughs> and they could do this for, they could do this for five seasons easily. Roman, if you haven't read the books, how come you're so um, excited about it? I want, well, part of it is because I've been watching a lot of comic book and science fiction television lately. You know, I'm interested to see the next thing. I'm mostly interested in seeing how this, what Foundation can do for the Apple TV service in terms of like making it more of a prestige type service, bringing it more to the forefront, so to speak. Apple's done very well with Ted Lasso. They need something else now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Foundation's it, but I'd like to see if Foundation can handle, or I'd like to see if Apple TV could handle something that's supposed to be as epic as Foundation is supposed to be. You know, how the production values will be, how the execution will be, if and all of that, if if it can be another hit for Apple TV. That's what I'm mostly interested in. The trailer looks 
great. I mean, it looks like great budget, great cast, great, like, if it's not great, they don't have much in the way of excuses, right? You know, it might be a little bit too esoteric Mm -hmm. to raise the popularity of Apple TV+. Plus. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to have to change things somewhat from the book to make it, like, a a little more character-driven, a little more... uh, That's the kind of stuff that does well on the screen. You can't... So, yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see how it comes out. I haven't read the books in some years. I I feel like I should go back and read, like, the first one (laughs) before. Yeah, I should read the books. I've been actually been looking for something to read and... I, I should read the books before they after uh, after doesn't take very long before they become a real page turner. I'm not a big reader of novels, so if I burn through a book, it's good. The obvious one was the was the uh, MacBook Pro was the, mm. the 14 inch MacBook Pro. The 14 specifically the 14 specifically the 14. I, I am interested in the 16, but it's more really about the system on a chip than the laptop. That's a perfect segue to my pick because that is that's my that is my pick and it's it's for that reason. I'm interested in the Mac uh the MacBook Pro with the M1X or M2 or whatever they call it. For me the like that size that 14 inch size, the 16s have always been too big and heavy to me. Like I I get people who want that much screen real estate, but that kind of feeds the purpose of a laptop for me. The thing that really interests me is we know what the we know how great the M1 is, but the M1 from a design standpoint isn't really new. It's the A14X, right? It's exactly what they have done in past years with the X series chips that they put in the, the pros. It just happens to make a great Mac. This is our chance to see something that is actually above anything that Apple would have normally done on a system on chip. And I want to see that. I want to see how it scales. I want to see, especially how things like the they scale up the GPU and stuff like that. Like, I'm really curious what they're ever going to do with the Mac Pro when they actually need really powerful stuff. Too too powerful to put in one SOC. You can't supply that much power. There's not that much cooling. They're going to need like separate GPUs or something. But that's not a product for me at all. That's just intellectual curiosity. I'm really interested to see whatever the M1X is or something, what do they do that's beyond the A14X with a different name, the A15X, you know? Uh, and that's that's kind of why they put the M they put the M1 in the in the iPad Pro. Well, that's always the chip with, that would have been in the iPad Pro. It would have been called the A14X. So yeah, I want to see what they do, what what they do beyond that, how it scales. I want to <laughs> I want to see all the like Windows super fans just cry about how the benchmarks aren't fair or something. I just love that that kind of thing. Like I come from that world. I come from the world of PCs and PC gaming and do it your own building stuff and reviewing the latest Intel and AMD CPUs, the latest graphics cards. Like that's how I spent the first 20 years of my career. <laughs> So when I when I actually use my M1 MacBook Air and the it's funny to me to hear people complain about how the benchmarks are skewed or not really representative or whatever because it's like well no you haven't sat there and just like used it for a week or you'd know it's not it really it, it is that fast and it is that power efficient like <laughs> you know you hear you you'll see them say well this Ryzen is just as fast and like it's just as fast and gets like half the battery life and has a loud fan and yada yada like it's it, they're not the same 
they really they really did hit it out of the park and I just want to see the next step. So yeah, I'm interested in that and I'm also really intrigued by this idea that these MacBook Pros might have a mini LED backlight. Um cuz I I really want Apple to do something with their displays. Higher higher refresh rates, variable refresh rate, ProMotion, HDR, something. This would at least give us HDR, you know. And and I they got to do something with their displays. They had great displays and they still are color accurate, but they're just not, they're so far behind on a lot of display features. So I'm super intrigued by the MacBook pro. I, I didn't pick it because I figured one of you would. <laughs> and if, and, and if you didn't, I'd just pivot. But um, what's interesting about the, the, the pros this year is that well, for one, there's, there's two. And for the other, they're going to basically be the same, but larger and smaller versions of each other. And Apple doesn't traditionally do that. The 16 has always had better processors, better upgrade options. And now, from what we hear, it's M1X, M1X. 32 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of RAM. Um, whatever the design is, no touch bar, HDMI. It's, they're going to be larger and smaller versions of each other. And I, I remember back when, when Apple did the 17-inch and the 12-inch. Um, they came out with them at the same time, but they were not the same machine. The 17-inch was way more powerful than the 12-inch, and they were both, you know, at, at the time they they were, no, 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 the, uh, the PowerBook. Remember the PowerBook way, way back, yeah. So, that, but they they weren't the same. They were both PowerBooks, and that's what Apple sold at the time. But now it looks like we're going to really be able to choose screen size. And as you were saying, that 16-inch has always been a little bit too big for me as well. But, you know, if you want that power, now you have an option. Which yeah, is- it's a, it's going to be more like what they do with the, the iPhones and iPads where it's it's the same gut. I mean, there might be one small difference. Like a bright, the screen's brighter or something, you know, is some the same way that the, the um, iPhone – Pro the Max will have like a slightly different camera or something, but you know, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see them do that. And it's always been the case in the past that it just came down to having to dissipate all that heat on the Intel things. The higher end Intel stuff just doesn't do well in a 13 inch laptop. <laughs> and and same with they had a discrete GPU only always. The 16-inch models always had a discrete GPU and a higher-end one because you've got more room to dissipate more heat and everything. That all that goes away. You start to see what they mean when they say why. When they said why are we making our own silicon for the Mac? They said because we envision products that we can't do <laughs> without doing that. And and this is right. you see what they mean, right. like, kind of. Which is it's which is also the reason why they went to Intel in the first place. Yeah, that it was, and that that excuse was right as well. They 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 couldn't, yeah, they couldn't make all these changes to the rest of the system without the benefits they got from a more efficient processor. So we'll continue with the show in a moment. First, a word from our sponsor. Declutter is a fast, free, and environmentally friendly way to sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, and much more. Visit macworld.com slash trade-in to get cash for your device and use the code macworld10, that's macworld10, to get 10% extra on your trade-in. Declutter. It's smart for you, smart for the planet. Now, back to the show. 
Yeah, and you know, I'm interested in the in the changes, uh, the physical changes. One is going to be a redesigned case, uh, and what I really want to know is how are they going to sell us on removing the touch bar? Like, what's their angle? What's what's Phil Schiller or Craig Fittery or whoever's up there? What what are they going to say to make us to make them seem like they're giving us a, a I will take bets right now that they won't even mention yeah. it. <laughs> They have to. They have to mention. I, I don't. It. I actually don't think they're going going to remove the touch bar. Yeah, I think they're going to do what they've been doing, and you know they've put a physical escape key and a touch ID key, mm-hmm. and then the touch bar I think is going to stay. Okay. I I I kind of I give it like fifty fifty odds, but but if it's gone, they won't say anything at, uh, in the presentation, and somebody in an interview will ask them a question, and they'll give some answer about how. It, you know, they heard feedback from customers and yada, yada, you know, to, to some tap dancing. But anytime Apple kind of back goes back to something after trying something for a few years, they, it's never it's never a, a selling point. Right. It's just kind of they just kind of do it. <laughs> and then they did. They did spotlight the magic keyboard quite you know, they didn't say it was a change, but it was a whole section of that. It wasn't a presentation of the press release, but they did have a whole bit on it and they called it something and they explained why it was better. They didn't say like, you know, we're replacing the butterfly keyboard, but they did say, hey. Yeah, the greatest keyboard, keyboard ever. Uh, in the press release, uh, but not like in there in the video, the presentation of it and stuff like that. It just wasn't even brought up. I, th- I think that. The main thing they talked about was how they gave people a physical escape key again, because all the programmers really want it. Yeah, they focused a lot on that Touch ID button, too. I could see them, if they did reinstate the F1 keys, they'll highlight how each F1 key serves a function. Like, you know, now there's a, um, you know, a fixed button for brightness and for volume. So they'll market it that way without without saying... We got rid of the touch bar. I want to. I want to see a a, a a slide with it with the with the F four brightness key huh? spotlighted. <laughs> so my um my product is the the new iPad Mini. I cannot wait to get my hands on one of those. I've wanted a mini like that. Like what they the rumors are basically a uh, uh, less bezels. Yeah. All, well, also kind of like the like the iPad Air, very similar to the iPad Air. So so no home button. A, a small form factor that so it's a little bigger screen, probably around eight inches, or no, actually about eight and a half inches. A USB-C, a Touch ID in in the home button, Apple Pencil support, of course. Uh, maybe even like a mini keyboard, like a mini Magic Keyboard. Like there's, 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 there's a I bunch of cannot in the million years think they're going to make a Magic Keyboard sized for the iPad Mini. That that seems so un-Apple to me. That just seems crazy. Well, I mean the 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 rumors we've well they they make. Or they don't make they they, they support sure, Bluetooth yeah. keyboards now, and the the rumors we've seen and has a smart connect, connector on the back. Maybe not magic. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a regular keyboard. You know, not the trackpad because that would be that's that's ridiculous. So yeah, just just the keys. But all of that is super super exciting. I'm just my only sticking point is it, right now it's three ninety nine, which is a good price. If that goes up to four ninety nine, then it's not so good of a price. I can handle like four twenty nine. I, I I think the price will go up. I just hope it doesn't it, go it's up. It's a that good much. price, but it's not a good price for what you get. The current iPad Mini 
is not worth three ninety nine. Maybe it's it's got a nice. I mean, a twelve. It's a it's a it's, it's a, but sorry. everything else about it. Other than the SOC is so old. It's so, it's, God, that's more than a regular iPad now, right? Isn't it? And, and like, why? Yeah. Uh, three, 329 why? And, for the regular. And what do you get? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it's, it's the wrong price. It's, it's overpriced currently for what you get, I think. Um, and so hopefully that, that speaks well of the idea that they'd be able to keep that price when they make it better. Yeah, I would. Um, like I said, four twenty nine. I kind of have mm-hmm. it kicking around my head as as what Apple could do and have it still be at attractive price. I think four forty nine getting a little high. Four ninety nine is way too high, especially when the iPad Air right. is five ninety nine. But does the so the the low end iPad that's that's also due for an upgrade. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I don't personally care about that. But it's supposed to get like the the old iPad Air treatment. So slimmer bezels, a little bit thinner. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to basically be the old iPad Air's shell, which was similar to the 9.7-inch iPad, just slightly less bezels, whatever. You can't even really notice. Yeah, I mean, unless you put them next to each other, you're not gonna you're not gonna see it. And probably a faster processor. It, it has the A12 now, probably A13, maybe A14, depending. I doubt it gets an A15. The iPad uh, Mini. I I would think gets an iPad, but gets an gets an A15 because that's what they do. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it depends on sort of the the price that they're targeting. But yeah, I think I think the regular iPad it's due for it's due for that update, and it would get like the A14 because the latest will be the A15 at that point. Like, yeah, it'll be a, sl- a slightly better than it is now. I mean, you know, we're talking about minor. Like, you're not going to notice the difference between a fourteen and a fifteen. In a regular iPad, yeah, yeah, no. The the big difference between the twelve and the fourteen would be, um, I, uh, even that. Like for what you use an, a regular basic entry level iPad for, not a lot. It's it's all the machine learning stuff is going to be way 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 faster. So, but yeah, that that mini for portability for like as like an e reader. Uh, a little like like a little notepad for writing like it's just it's like the perfect size and the perfect mm-hmm. capabilities. I I definitely am interested in uh, picking up one of those. Is it supposed that, to have Apple Pencil support? Pro, so t- yeah, well it does now. I don't see why they take it away. It has well first gen, so I we I assume it would be second gen because again the iPad Air supports second gen. Probably not promotion. No. Because and price they didn't really need it, and you know they would want to keep that separation right, and also the price. But uh, USB C, that Touch ID home button, the the liquid retina display, like it's just a solid upgrade. So what else? What other things are are there? Is there are there any other products that you know you're really excited to see? Honestly, you know, so the the iPhone and Apple Watch are we don't talk about them a lot because they're expected upgrades like we get one every year and the step that change that they're making is not it, it's what we expect this step change to be but they're gonna probably be great and be the things that we care most about using like they're less interesting from the perspective of them being new incredibly new and different but yeah, I, i'm very interested in this supposed new design for the apple watch even if it doesn't drastically change how I use it or something. And, and the next iPhone, you know, God, if they make the cameras way better, like 
God, they can can they make cameras way better? Is there even any headroom left in phone yeah. camera stuff? So yeah, it's it seems like that's the focus. Which I mean, yeah. I guess it kind of always is, but more so this year. Right, the, the camera. Um, it's a larger array. It's a little bit thicker. Um, you know, upgraded lenses, upgraded features. So yeah, I think that's going to be the the focus. And yeah, I mean. You're right. The iPhone gets gets super short shrift in these conversations because it's yeah it's, okay another iPhone, but they're always they're always great. It's always you know it's we we've we kind of take for granted the ridiculousness that is the iPhone and mm-hmm. and you know all these smartphones that you know this kind of power and this kind of capability that's in our pocket is just yeah it's just but in, in, you know. It, when we talk about like, well, what would we spend our money on? Uh, you know, probably an iPhone and not a MacBook Pro. Well, <laughs> yeah, but but we know like that's that's the thing yeah. we're gonna get anyway. So yeah, you, the, we get short shrift. I'm also really interested in the supposed new um, AirPods, just because it's finally a new design. This quote second generation AirPods were really they didn't even call them that. They just called them AirPods, and all they did was change sort of. You got hands-free Hey Siri. You didn't have to tap it first. And then uh, battery life got better specifically only in phone calls. Other than that, they were just the same AirPods. So this is the first real change for AirPods. Yeah. And uh, AirPods are great. Everyone loves them. Honestly, if you are if you see these, if they announce new AirPods and you want them, you better pre-order right away because they are going to be so back-ordered. It's basically like, what, four years? Is it four years? Three years since they came out with... Um the second that was like the since the second gen i think yeah something like that it's been a it's been a while i like my airpod pro um airpods pro what however you pluralize <laughs> airpod pros airpods pro airpods is- i like them but i don't always want to put something in my ear that's got the rubber tips and all that stuff you know so something that fills that role and especially if they make it do spatial audio and some of the airpod pro stuff but in regular AirPods, then they're going to have to make better AirPods Pro next year. They better. Yeah. Well, the the, the scuttlebutt is that they won't right. have noise canceling, so that's that'll be the thing, and and that's fine. Uh, but but I would like them to at least have things that the Pro do, like the the enhanced Find My stuff coming in iOS 15. That's only for the Pro. The thing where you can the assistive thing where you can focus on someone's voice. Um, that's only for the Pro. Spatial audio is only on the pro. So like doing those things, spatial audio and video, I mean, is only on the pro. So getting that stuff in the regular AirPods, that'd be awesome. They would sell, they're going to sell so many. If they just don't price it some dumb way, they're going to sell so many. It'll, it'll probably be the same 199. Uh, maybe, maybe one, what is it? 160 with the, uh, with the wired cable. And then you wait six months and there'll be $30 off on Amazon every now and then. Amazon's always discounting AirPods. They must have a whole warehouse full of them. <laughs> but with the holiday season right around the corner, they're just going to... Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're going to sell a ton of And that. between that and shortages, like supply shortages and stuff like that, you're, they're just... We're going to be in that thing where we're writing stories about how like, oh, it's finally not saying three months out. Delivery is three months from now. You can finally get some. So you just... If you see them and you think this is for me, that the day those pre-orders go up, you better smash that button. I mean, really, all this stuff because we don't know what supply constraints are hitting Apple and and how hard. So if you want an iPhone, get it on pre-order day, you know, because 
they, it could be, they're always backordered, but it could be even worse uh, yeah. this, this year. That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 757. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you. Thank you to the audience for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us on the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.